right. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode four of Generational Talents. I am one third of the hosts. This is Matt Johnson. And with me, as always, Nick and Alex. Alex, how's it going tonight? Um, good. I am so tired. So I've got some apple cinnamon wine and some, or apple cinnamon wine, apple cinnamon oh tea God. and red oh. wine. I think that red Ooh. wine hit me already, Ooh. y'all. Yeah, I think so. Oh, the We're... two sips I've taken. <laughs> oh, boy. Hello, everybody. The worst third is here, ready to do episode four, guys. Episode Episode four, four. here we are, here we are. All right, so I'm going to get us started tonight with with topics. And, oh boy, Um, for anybody who has ever clicked follow on my name on Twitter, you have ever looked at my bio, you know that one of the things in my bio is teacher. And I will promise, I promise that I will not tell a lot of teacher stories, but I have a really good one. And so that's going to be teacher story. This is going to be my literal take me to school because I'm taking you way, way, way back to Matt's first year of teaching. Oh Oh my God, you're taking us back to 1903? In 1903, nicely done. Um, The late Was the world in black and white? Uh... It might as well be for this story because <laughs> the color will not matter for this story. So I started teaching elementary school. I didn't know what I was doing. No teacher knows what they're doing. And I was teaching fifth graders and a girl, I'm not going to use any names just because who knows where, who's anywhere. But this student asked and said, hey, can I bring in a class pet? And I was like, sure, there's probably no paperwork or anything like that. Bring it in. So over the weekend, <laughs> over the weekend, this girl brings a full-on aquarium into the classroom. How did she get in over the weekend? No, like, so this was on a Friday when she asked. And I was like, sure, yeah, bring what you need to. Monday, over the weekend, Uh, Monday uh, comes. Yeah, so Monday morning, she comes in. She's like, well, my dad's out in the parking lot. and, And they bring in a full aquarium. And I'm like, this is job one where I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. She brings in an aquarium, rocks, little fake plants, fills it up with a little bit of water, and then goes back out to the car and comes back in with a lizard, like a little salamander, little red salamander oh, spotted newt. Okay, and I was like, yeah, whatever, as long as I don't have to do anything, cool, put it over there. So we're fine for a couple of days, couple of weeks. She promised to feed it, no big deal, nothing. How old is Two this weeks? child? Uh, this was fifth grader, so what, 11, okay. 10? Yeah. But still, yeah, we're believing an 11 year old? Well, I was dumb. It was my first year of teaching. So as always, Matt, is, trusting the use. this is the take me to school. I'm the one that learned in this story, not the kids, because I learned never, ever, ever to have a classroom pet in my classroom for the rest of my career. <laughs> so, so a couple of weeks later, we're just, we're doing something, we're reading. And all of a sudden this girl pops up out of her seat and she's like, oh my God, Lily is gone. Lily is missing. And I'm looking around the room going, there's no one in our class named Lily. What, what are you doing? What are you, we're good. Lily was the we're, lizard that oh she named. And we're good. I was like, we're, we're good. Chilling. There's all the kids. I we're do a quick head. fucking fine. I do What's up with your talking about, Martha? <laughs> Sit your ass down. <laughs> so I do a quick head count. All the kids are there. It's the lizard that's missing. And she starts crying and runs out of the classroom. And then, of course, like seven of her friends follow because they have to, it's drama, right? So they have to go Uh follow her to the bathroom and she's crying. The boys are like, well, we're man, we're men, we're going to solve the problem. They start looking for the lizard. 
And I'm like, well, there goes that lesson plan. Cool. So we'll see what happens the rest of the day. At the same time, there's this giant like camping sponge in our room because we had been painting um, this. My wife was the music teacher at this school, by the oh. way. Yes. So she was doing a Beatles concert with the kids in, in the, in the, uh, in, in the spring, she was doing a, a Beatles concert. So oh, our, class was singing, our class was singing Yellow Submarine. So there's this big giant Yellow oh, Submarine so hanging out that was painted on this camping sponge. And all the boys are like looking, looking, looking. All of a sudden, this one kid, I can still see him, this little redheaded kid, Logan. He was an identical twin. Whoops, I said I wasn't going to use names. <laughs> let's just say. Let's that's just not say his real that, name. We don't know. It's not his real name. name. Assumed name. And, and he comes and he's like, he starts laughing and, and I'm like, uh Oh, and he goes, Hey, uh, Mr. Johnson. And I'm like, yeah. And he goes, I found Lily. And I was like, Oh, great, great. At this point, the girl who owned the lizard had come back into the classroom without crying anymore. And so I was like, Oh, oh no, he did because he's a 10 year 11 year old boy and he's like I, found asshole. You, I know what he wanted to say <laughs> and he holds he holds up the lizard and he goes i found her she's kind of crispy and i was like <gasps> oh no because this lizard had hung out in the worst spot for a reptile right by the sponge so it's all hanging out dehydrating and turning into like a little dehydrated salamander by the by the by the sponge all the boys are laughing. The girl left again, crying. Oh. I mean, mood. This right. poor girl is traumatized. Oh, I mean, every spectrum of emotion, this girl. And the boy is just holding it, and he's laughing. And then he takes it. Sorry, listeners, you don't get to see this re this beautiful reenactment. This is like Lion king ass. He, he <laughs> takes the lizard in his hand, and he's like, come on, Lily. Come back to us. He legit starts pressing on it on its stomach like he's gonna <laughs> resuscitate it and then he starts thinking he's hilarious he starts blowing on it what and are he's you like, doing oh, during oh. this time Matt? I, Matt, I have no clue what i'm doing <laughs> did you I'm, black out i'm standing there watching this like i can see everything unfolding in this classroom and it's All just like it's slow just motion chaos. it's it's chaos yes and slow motion and then the kid who has the lizard in his hand goes, it moved. And I'm like, ha, hilarious. Because I'm already planning the funeral. I'm like, we got to find a way to bury this or flush this thing and get it out of here before I get, oh, you know, like fired. And he's like, no, it moved. And then another little boy comes over whose like family is, is like really devout Catholics, great family, great kid. He comes over oh, and he's like, Mr. Johnson is really moving. I promise you, she's moving. And he's like, it's moving. I come over and I look, the tail's twitching, the legs are moving. It flips itself back over onto its legs. And then the little Catholic boy, swear to God, puts his arms out like he's, <laughs> like you can't see me listeners, but his arms are spread out wide and he faces the ceiling of the classroom oh. and he goes, Hallelujah. Oh it's, my, it's oh my a miracle. God. Lily has been resurrected. <laughs> what? And the last line that this little boy says is God has a plan for that lizard. 
everything I just said is 100% true. Oh. Every single thing. God has a plan oh my for that God, lizard. I'm crying. <laughs> so he puts it, we put it back in the aquarium. It survives for a little bit more. The girl who owns it is like, I think after that traumatic experience, she needs to have like a friend. So she brings in another lizard. How stupid oh my, am I? What Matt, the what fuck are, you are doing? parents doing? No, Matt, what are her parents doing? The parents are like, know. yo, let's just buy another lizard. I don't know. And she's like, brings it in. I don't know if this was some sort of fighting lizard or what, because original lizard, OG Lily, is pretty soon missing her tail, which I know traumatic experiences, they can drop their tails and yeah, regenerate. So I think that's what's happening. A couple weeks later, she has no legs, no arms. She's pretty much just like a little emery board. And then she died. So very anticlimactic ending. Was, she no, she did was... end up dying. So dramatic. Like, yeah, we had to have a funeral for it. Oh my God. So that's why I never will have a classroom pet ever, ever again in any classroom that I ever no. am in charge of for the rest of my life, my rest of my career. No classroom pets. Doesn't matter. I'm done. So there you go. I literally, I literally took you all into a, a public uh, school classroom from 20 plus years ago. Enjoy. I like, I feel like so traumatized right now. I have so yeah. many questions. Yeah. I just... <laughs> what? You have questions. Honestly, I think the child that said that Lily was resurrected is yeah, like so fantastic. successful now. I freaking love He's probably like some like theater kid. Yeah. Sorry, is... child, if you're not a theater kid, but like honestly. He could be. I don't know. I mean, these kids would be at this point in their like mid 30s. Oh my so, God. Yeah. Early to mid 30s. Oh. And uh, that, yeah, that family was amazing. Good family, well, good kid. I can't, I cannot. The arms, it was like total, it was total Shawshank no, Redemption. No, I fully That's believe you because I went to a private school and it was a freaking Pentecostal private school because it was Assemblies of God. Believe yeah. me, I know what you're talking about. People do yeah. that and you're like, I'm so I was just, I, and I don't know, you don't know as a first year teacher, you literally oh, are just trying to make it you are from not prepared one day for to the next. Anything. Yep. My first year teaching preschool, I, I had a kid who I am now best friends with his family and I love him and his sister, but he like had a hard time connecting with my co-teacher and he would just poop his pants and he'd look at me and he'd be like, you can't change me. And I was like, ah, I have to. So I'd call the, I would call our head office and I'm like, I really got to have somebody that's known him for a longer time. So we'd sit and finally we would just I would just tell him stories. That's the only way I could get him to fucking not shit in his pants is I would make up stories. <laughs> and honestly, I was a great so I was so good at telling stories by this point. Oh my god, I don't I have so any good. response to that because I was that's, so, that's the only total, way. He'd be like, Well, power. you have to tell me a story, Miss Alex. And I was like, All right, let's do this. Yeah, yeah. And wow. then he tell was fine and didn't right. the stories and he's great. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, That's leverage that is leverage. I've had a kid punch me so hard in the oh. nose that he gave me a bloody nose and oh punch me so God. hard in the jaw that I almost bit through my tongue. Oh my God. Jesus. As a preschooler? As a preschooler. You, like baby Mike Tyson. Jeez. Basically. I don't, right? Yeah. But then awesome I also have the really kids. cute kids. Like I have they a are adorable. really cute little Brazilian boy who I just love. I can't say his name, but oh my God, right. he's my favorite. And he'd be like, Miss Alex, I brought you a treat. I'm like, thank you so much. No. And I went, I watched him once for a few days in the Good morning because his mom went out of town and they would have like Brazilian snacks. And I love their, these little frozen Brazilian cheese balls. 
they Ooh. would make. You could get them at Costco. Oh my God, they are crack. And he would help me make them in the morning and then we would save them and mm-hmm. eat them together. And we would sing songs and dance. And honestly, like that That's is fantastic. the way I got through teaching preschool for three years. Yeah. Those kind of cool connections though with the families yeah. and the kids are yeah. pretty oh, valid. Oh, it's so great. But then you have the crazy ass children. <laughs> Mr. Nick, Johnson, one, I, one, yeah. one, one question. <laughs> I do see your hand up. Yes, sir. At, at what point, you know, you're just sitting back, first year teacher, I get it, I get it, you know. Yeah. See a kid, bring a lizard, all right, I'll let it go. It's, it's miraculous, it lives, I get it. Yeah. At, at what point do you maybe think, maybe I don't let this student bring in a second lizard? Uh, now, like in 100% in retrospect, there was, there was no, there was just no part of me during this month six weeks I don't even know how much time it was where I ever thought this is a bad idea until the lizard died and we had to have a little lizard funeral outside the classroom door and I was like okay now it's time for the other one to go home how did you literally not like I like Matt you're I love you dearly but Uh, holy crap man I wouldn't even let kids bring their toys from home because they were a distraction much less an animal Yeah. yeah it was dumb I 100% just thought, hey, this will be cool. This is good for classroom, you know, culture and connections. And we all can all share right, this. Carol, chill. We all, we all share it. I don't know if any of these kids remember the day the lizard died. That but poor girl probably does. R.I.P. Lily. Yeah. That's a Lily. All right. Who's a uh, lizard? Of well, speaking of uh, trauma say, and anxiety, who? I'm going to talk about anxiety and amongst things that That's have segue. helped me. Nice anxiety. So, hello, lovely listeners. I have very severe anxiety and depression. We all suffer from mental illnesses. Let's not stigmatize them and talk about them freely. Talk I've written about, about it on my blog. Mike Chan is like very much so, like been so open about his journey and is a great support. And shout out Mike Chan, you're a great dude. But we're gonna talk about love you, Mike. Um, love what you, has Mike. really, what is really helped me is um, a video series called Binging with Babish. So I grew up cooking a lot with my mom and my grandmother and, uh, you know, my Nona, my grandpa, and I loved cooking. I love to cook. It's my happy place. Um, uh, I love, it's just fun. It's like, I just love it. So when I discovered, and I also love pop culture and movies and all that. So when I discovered Binging with Babish, I was in heaven. So Binging with Babish, his real name is Andrew Rea, is um, from New York City, and he recreates dishes from movies and TV shows in real life. Oh my god, this is my new favorite thing. I just Wikipedia'd it, and the theme song, I'm already sold. So he's a big Frasier fan. He loves Frasier. Oh my god. (laughs) And I love Frasier. So he has actually a tattoo of the Seattle skyline, but he's never been to Seattle. So go to Seattle, Babish, if you listen to me. But... He just released another new cookbook that I want to buy so bad, um, but he's just a great dude. Like he has a very soothing voice. Um, he's very methodical. I love seeing what he does. Like he does the easy way of a recipe first, and then a little bit harder, and then he makes everything homemade. It's just insanity. He's made um, Rachel's trifle from friends. He's made Stanley's chili. And actually the Stanley chili recipe is so good. Oh my gosh. I wish you could all see Matt's face. Matt is like a kid on Christmas. Oh my God. I I made the Stanley chili recipe and it's so good. But all that to say my many nights that I cannot sleep 
I watch his videos and they're just so soothing to me. They calm me down when I have really bad panic attacks and they're so good to watch because they're very in-depth and he's very honest about his process and he does basics. So he teaches you how to make basic things like pancakes or pizza or a steak or eggs. And it's really, really informative and really great for people that don't know how to cook because he teaches you like, here's how you source for recipes. Here's the most important thing you need as a cook. And here, let me show you how you do everything. And here, let me show you how I, I mess up royally. So this is home. I, I have to start watching this. Are you looking I, at stuff right now? Yes, because there's one about Harry Potter. Yes, oh. there's a ton about Harry Potter. This is good. this guy. This is what a great idea. Like all is these that not that, genius. Yes. All these people that come up with these ideas. It's like, how did no one else think of this first? And then it's so it feels so genius. Well, I'm sure other people like have. This. What a great but idea. But what's so funny is he started just doing recipes on Reddit. That's it. He okay. worked for like a production company, I think, or like he did like effects, like tech stuff like that. And then he bought a camera and he's like, well, I'll just do this and post it on Reddit. And his, so he's uh, named after Oliver Babish from West Wing, that short little stint where Oliver Babish was on like four episodes, which I love West Wing. Um, so Benji with Babish, even though his name is Andrea, but he has yeah. like, the coolest, just, I love his stuff. And it's really helpful because it's just so peaceful and like succinct. I love it. I, I, I am it. definitely, awesome. I am definitely going to start watching this because there's something about the, just the basic simple things like cooking or even just like, sorry, folding laundry that's just very <laughs> soothing to some people like I would probably watch a channel of somebody like ironing or like folding laundry you know like the whole ASMR stuff where people oh I listen. love ASMR yeah I love we that. all we all have the things that help us to de like the soap and calm cutting? Down. yes yeah and and this cooking stuff is is definitely a good idea love it yep I love it him and Jenna Marbles are by far like some of my favorite YouTubers Jenna Marbles thanks Obama Thanks, don't I just, I love it. I love, yeah. But anyway, Binge with Babish, highly recommend, especially if you don't know how to cook and need basic help. Yeah. Yep. Cook mm. TV shows, mm. favorite dishes. Yep. And now we probably have Debbie Downer who's going to talk about something serious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like I didn't even see anything. I didn't even look because I was like, honestly, the... I'm just going to get sad. Yeah, right. well, that's, that's why I'm here. Uh, but first, actually, speaking of TV shows, I wrapped up a really good TV show, and I've been, and you've probably seen some of my tweets, uh, Secession on HBO. I probably, oh, yeah. Alex or Matt, evil, either you watch it, but I'll just do a quick little summary, nope. and I'll keep it non-spoilers, just in case you Honestly, if it's not it. The Office, I'm not interested. That's, now, now I know. Big news. Ouch. Big news. <laughs> So, listeners, you can fast forward. Uh, so you can fast forward, <laughs> no. yeah, because we don't, we don't, we're just gonna, yeah, so I don't even know what Succession is about. It's basically about this, like, rich uh, family that owns, like, a, the one of the largest, like, it's a fictional media company, the, the Roys. There's the head honcho, Logan Roy, his sons, Kendall, Roman, and Connor, and his daughter, Shiv, uh, and it's Wait, his daughter's name is Shiv? Well, that's her nickname. Her full name is, like, Siobhan or Sh I don't even know how to pronounce it. Like but, Siobhan, yeah. Um, okay. Still good symbolism though if you're gonna call a character Shiv. Yeah, she's, she's, she's phenomenal. Right? But basically the entire show just boils down <laughs> I just to... gave myself a neck cramp. <laughs> Fake stabbing people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
basically the entire show comes down to just rich people with rich people problems and they're all just the absolute worst human beings ever wait wait awful. wait this sounds like a poor people's version of Shit's creek or the rich people's because they're no, like super rich no mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no Shit's creek okay. is the rich people's version oh i meant the people in the story not well the, i meant like not yeah. that I you meant the you audience know. yeah no i got you yeah I it's it. just the most it's so some of it's really is it, ridiculous is it a comedy or is it like, it's like a dark comedy like will is it like ferrell a comedy, is an executive producer yeah will ferrell ferrell Hmm. Yeah, like huh. he's like an executive producer on it. So there's a lot of it's very comedic, and there's a lot of comedic moments and some serious moments. But it's just a bunch of awful people. But there's some great like there's some great character duos, and it's a fantastic show. I recommend to watch it. Just want to make a quick mention of the session there. Um, but my actual topic this week, as to keep on brand with my Debbie Downer, uh, the Houston Astros are a bunch of fucking idiots. Their management is something up with the general managers and uh, stuff in, in Houston these days, huh? Yeah, so just to, so we're, we can sort of begin after Houston won, I think it was game six, uh, they were celebrating and one of their assistant general managers, uh, I don't have his name here at the moment, but basic, uh, uh, he basically uh, turned to a group of three female reporters, one wearing a purple domestic violence awareness bracelet and screamed half a dozen times, Thank God we got Osuna. I'm so fucking glad we got Osuna. Matt Osuna, the Astros' closer, had been suspended for 75 games for allegedly assaulting the mother of his then three-year-old child. Yeah. So, what do the Astros do? They decide to say that that, that was a non-story and that uh, just completely try to discredit those two reporters. Oh, sweet Jesus. So then what happens? So then the reporters write the story. And then today, Astros management comes out with the shittiest, absolutely shittiest apology with all the trademarks of a white male apology. I'm sorry if my comments were misinterpreted. Oh my God, I, we got to look this up right now. Uh, um, the I'm sorry if, that's a bad move, yeah, guys. I'm, we, we need to not so do that stupid. one. And more, and then the worst one is, I'm sorry if this offended anybody. It's like, it was just absolutely ridiculous and horrible. And look, I'm not even going to talk about the move to sign Osuna. Like, all sports are filled with players where talent is above all else, regardless of how horrible they are as human beings. Look, the Seahawks yep. have a few of their own. Every team does every mm -hmm. sport. No yep. team is above it. So, like, obviously condemn it. Always, always condemn those moves, the, the hypocrisy of it. But it's just the way things are. And it sucks that the way things are. But what I really want to talk about really is just just an awful, awful thing that the that the Astros management did. Just to try and to discredit that that those comments, to try to not believe like like I've never understood that idea of, you know, yeah, go go for the truth. I understand that. But to be the first instinct to try to discredit any type of allegations. And we've seen a lot of that recently. It's just awful. It's just absolutely awful. You just, you have to, you, you have to own it. If you're going to be a general manor, manager or ownership who is going to sign, because they just recently traded slash signed him in free agency from, because wasn't he on the Blue Jays? I'm not exactly sure what team but he, he I think he was he, on the Blue Jays. He came from another team before he came to the Astros. And well, he here's, had an issue before yeah. that. You just, you Well, here's the comment that Taubman made. 
He said he was deeply sorry and embarrassed. In retrospect, I realized that my comments were unprofessional, inappropriate, no duh. My over-exuberance in support of a player has been misinterpreted as a demonstration of a regressive attitude about an important social issue. The MLB said in a statement that everyone in baseball must use care to not engage in any behavior, whether intentional or not, that could be construed as minimizing the egregiousness of an act of domestic violence. Yes, thank you, MLB. Thank you. Yeah, you just, you can't be that guy who runs around screaming as a general manager that you're super happy to have a person committing domestic violence on your team. Yeah. If you're gonna, if you're gonna take the risk of signing that person, you have to address the, the actual yeah, issue. Yeah, exactly. If you're, if you're gonna reap the benefits of a, that type of player, you have to be prepared to handle yep. the consequences that come with that and try not Absolutely. to skirt it, basically. Like, we're, like I said, we're, we're obviously always reprimand them whenever they sign a player with any of that type of history. It's going to happen. But of course. At the very least, just you're going to ha- own, own, own up to that fact. Stop trying to dance around it. It's just, yep. it's just an absolutely awful situation by the, uh, by the Astros organization. And just be it's aware. Just another, yeah. And also, it's just another example of how money is king to these people. Uh, unfortunately, and the thing is, they'll, most of the time, will never stop, you know, drafting these people that commit really horrible crimes. Yeah, no it would be what. nice. It would be nice at some point if, if men would just stop being dicks. And then we wouldn't have to worry about the drafting, signing, free agency. You know, you could just stop abusing people and then we don't have to have this conversation. The issue is that will never happen until people stop telling women to change or to act differently or not be outspoken and start Mm -hmm. telling men, hey, you need to be held accountable for your actions. This is how you treat a normal human being, whether it be female, male, however they identify there you go. But that's the yep. thing. It's not even being taught. It's fucking 2019. And I, a 22 year old woman am getting bashed on Twitter for talking about like my, or getting bashed on Twitter last year for my Halloween costume. But then men can go wear thongs and oh my God, look how funny it is. Like, yep. Not cool. And oh my God, you're showing so much skin. You're asking for it. How about you? What? Really? Really? This is what we're saying. This is what we're saying. It, it never that's never been a time period in history where she was asking for it is okay. And in 2019, after everything that's been publicized and everything that people are being made way more aware of to still be saying that yeah. is atrocious. Yeah. The end, the end, yeah. just so we can, we, be we a better person. The Astros organization, obviously for just their horrendous handling yep. of the situation. For the perpetuation yep. of just awful, awful habits by men in power and things like that. Um, don't just, commit domestic violence. Don't nope. be a dick. Yep. No. Don't do those things. Believe women. Even women. Women don't commit yep. domestic violence. Don't be a dick. Yeah. So, uh, as always, I'm now left in the fascinating uh, situation of trying to transition very serious conversation to not so serious conversation. So, uh, I can't I think mean, of anything. So, the segue so is there. Talk. So Seahawks stuff. I was going to say, I would think it's kind of serious after seeing yeah. all the freaking articles that came out this week from all the other like Seahawks organizations. I was like, oh, shit. I mean, you know, Jer- Jaron Reed is back. There's your segue. Uh, yeah, Jaron Reed are, uh, uh, didn't really end up mattering because Sorry. the Seahawks ended up losing 
this week, according to football and uh, scoring, they didn't score enough points and they ended up losing 30 to 16, according to sources. Still trying yeah. to confirm. Um, you know, wait, 30 to 16. Yep. Yep. Oh, sweet mother of God. I, the, all the, I'm like 30 to 26. 30 to 20. I'd like you all to know that I fell asleep because I was up at 2 a.m. that previous day and woke up and saw the score and was just like, oh, this is great. What a dumpster fire. Yeah, bad. It was yeah. like five minutes late less so, when I woke up. You know, like, a pretty a pretty sweet. tough loss. The, the, the Ravens are a good team, uh, but you know we're still five and two. So you know, having some time to reflect, I think my my the best level headed analysis to do going forward is a uh, twenty twenty uh, Seahawks mock draft. Uh, so here we go, guys. Um, <laughs> because you know season is over. Uh, so basically, oh. I have Seattle making uh, oh only God. two picks. Um, oh. So they're going to trade all the way up for the first pick, um, and they're going to take the running back out of Wisconsin, Jonathan Taylor, uh, because, you know, you need first-round running backs. Sure. That's that's, that's a thing. Look, the Patriots drafted a running back in the first round, and they're undefeated. So, I mean, you, you can't argue with me there, Matt. Yeah, I I'm not. No, I can't. Online, no. But I was going to say, like, it's also the Patriots, and unfortunately, Tom Brady and – Belichick are, you know, Ugh, a good they're, team. They're a machine. Whatever. Please don't come for me on Twitter. No. I can't gonna, emotionally I mean, handle it. <laughs> so we're taking a running back in the first round because that – Yeah, first round, number one that, overall. We did that too. We're not undefeated. The Giants did that. They're not undefeated. I don't see the correlation. Well, Matt, you know, you got to look at the analytics. Anyways, so we're going okay, to – Okay, Nick Oh, are you an analytics nerd now? <laughs> oh, no. Wow. All right. Hey, I'll, look, I'll look up hey, some charts Hey, Sean, Haven Baldwin. Like, really? Yeah, I'll look up And then we're going to trade up again into the first round for the number two wow. pick. And we're going to take a kicker because, you know – we need a kicker because oh, Pete Carroll has his field goal offense. Okay. Um, and we're going to take uh, Rodrigo Blankenship out of Georgia because he's like the number one ranked kicker. So, I mean, I guess, sure, whatever. Um, and that's it. That's, 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 that's our whole draft. That's our whole draft. That's all we need. That's I all just... we need. No, no, no defensive line, no replacement. Nope. Defense for, doesn't matter. For, for Dwayne Brown. I mean, or... you might, I mean, I just think, okay. you know, that's a, that's a great choice. I'm really proud of you. I think you yeah, need to go to the head office. Submit it to Schneider and just mm-hmm. yeah. call it a day. Yep. Put in your check. Yep. Buy yep. a boat. I just fix the live the box. easy life. You're welcome. You just you, you solved it. Out. Okay, Nick so we can up in the house. We we're I'm now so done with episode four and in perpetuity we're done because the Hawks are now just perpetual Super Bowl champions. Sixteen and oh baby. Yeah. Dynasty. Yeah. Dynasty. <laughs> Fantastic. I love, uh, I love that idea of the mock draft. Yeah. I just love, I'm like looking at my notes right now and I see that yeah. notes underneath mine are uh, Nick's and it's, they technically played a game. <laughs> yeah. Some, some inside look at, at it counts. Our, our, it counts. Yeah. But in all seriousness, it was a, it was a fascinating game. It was um, at halftime. I felt re- really comfortable. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Pete still made some of his interesting coaching decisions, but I felt yep. really good about it. Like, I like that they were passing more. I like yeah, I didn't feel that either. I, I like where they were sprinkling in the run game. You know, some mistakes here were there, but, you know, I felt like Russ was moving the ball effectively. I felt like they were giving up time. I felt, yep. you know, the defense was doing its, its now bend, don't break sort of thing. And, you know, it was working. And, you know, I was really – this is the most confident I had ever felt. I'm waiting for the and then. And then the second half happened. 
Yeah, and then we shit the fucking bed. And Wilson's pick six. <laughs> I, I, know, I know that happened. In the, I think that happened in the first half. I was gonna say, I feel like that happened before halftime. Yeah. Yeah, but even still, I still feel like really confident. And then it just I, it all just same. sputtered. Like the offense, I don't know what happened there. The defense, Lamar Jackson, I honestly was phenomenal. Think, I think we were cursed when all the freaking commentators were like, "He has had zero interceptions," and I was like, "We're fucking cursed." <laughs> like, we're done. Yeah. I mean, you just knew it. I mean, I think you're I mean, you're, in you're all right. seriousness, I, I, like, wanted to say we were going to win last week on the podcast, but I really had a feeling. I was like, I I don't know how good I feel about it. Yep. Like, just, I I just had a feeling we weren't going to win. And honestly, I was super like, close. I, I wasn't, oh, yeah, I don't remember what mine was. No, I was same with you. I'm just, I'm with you. I was very yeah. close to calling the loss. J- just because I was like, you know, I wouldn't put it past them. Yep. I mean, and the thing is, I don't lose all hope. Okay, no. woohoo! We are five two. No. It's not. It's not the worst. No. Right. I I, I, th- I literally said we are not doomed. Have faith, young Padawans. Like we're nice. it's it's not the end of the world. But mm-hmm. I, I I'm gonna get so much hate for this. I'm not. Gonna, I'm gonna kind of agree with my very cute but obnoxious husband's uh, uh, article he wrote on Hawk Blogger. They are kind of cowards when it comes to the fourth. Da, da, da. Like the fourth is just so scary to like the fourth down. It's just, it drives me nuts. Yep. There was an inner, there was a, a video circulating from the Ravens that I, a bunch of Seahawks Twitter people were, were retweeting and whatnot. And it was Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah, it was Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I'm like trying to remember. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. I wrote like Lavar Jackson. I was like, that's not the right oh, name. No. Oh no. Lamar Jackson. And yeah, it's autocorrect. Lamar Jackson, like fucking pumping everybody up on the sidelines. Like we it's like going for it. And and then Pete Carroll's interview, and I was like, oh, cringe. Why? Why would you say this? Uh, yeah, it's just... I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a fucking coach. I don't know this shit. I can't say anything. I could be, like, so off and wrong, and y'all can come for me on Twitter or whatever, but, like, it just seems so haphazard. Just be like, well... Yep. And I'm not saying that I don't like Pete Carroll and he's not a good coach. I simply think there needs to be a little bit more collaboration. And then... yeah. Great. And uh, you know, are we are, are we gonna ever see him turn into the guy who takes the gambles and the risks on fourth down? Probably not. He kind well, of is like, who he is. So we he has we, in the past though. Like earlier this week, of. Parker Lewis, shout out Parker, he showed a video of the NFC championship against the Niners where they yeah. went for it on fourth and seven. I think it was like a fourth and seven, I think. Right. So it's like he he had that and I'm not sure. Maybe he's spooked by the recency biases of it of like failed fourth down attempts. I feel what? like, I mean, I, I saw that video too, and I, I feel like, you know, they got the offsides call on that. I, I feel like that's what they were going for, was five more yards. Yeah. I don't, I, you yeah. know, I don't, and I think because they got it, they got the touchdown. If they didn't get that offsides, I think they were kicking. And I just don't, I think Pete is who he is, and I love him. And he mm-hmm. has taken this franchise to places that we've never been before. Correct. And the combination of, of Pete and Russ is amazing. Russ is fine. 
Russ is not broken. He had a bad game in the rain. He wasn't as great as he's been the first six games. So we need to yes. calm down about that. The special teams are bad. We that has to something is, is shout out Brian not, Schneider. Sorry, it just feels really good. disjointed. It does not yep. feel like a cohesive unit. It feels nope. like okay, I replaced this part of the machine with this. Like I replaced this part in a Ford with you know, this other yep. part, and I know technically we're supposed to have a battery in this car, but, you know, I'm just going to try and make it, like, work with no battery. Like, why yep. the fuck do we... Oh, it's fine. Or and I don't make... know if that's coaching. I honestly don't know. I mean, I, I, I've read a lot of things where people suspect that it's Brian Schneider as a coach. I've read that Michael Dixon is just not who he, who he was last year because he's clearly not Blair, you know, the, the kickers, I almost said Blair Walsh. Um, Jason Myers is I mean, You might sure. as well have said Blair Walsh. Yeah, he's he's not where we need him to be, but the coverage isn't good. All of special teams is bad. The defense is, is not what they need to be. And Pete it's, is coaching it's like he has the best defense in the league. It's messy. And he doesn't. Yep. Yep. It's messy. It's, they're they're not wearing protection. Like, it feels like they're not wearing protection. It's just this kind of like, will they, won't they? Is this going to happen? Yeah. I hope it doesn't. Like, oops, it happened. Maybe. Like, like, you know, like, right. it, for lack of a better word, it just seems so, uh, it's just so messy. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. So it is what it is. We chalk it up to a loss and we move on. Yes. Do, yeah. Given how it sounds like, and I agree with this, it seems like just a raw, like there's just, and I saw you tweet this earlier today, Matt, earlier this week. Just, I, I, I agree with you. I don't think we're a piece or two away from country. Mm -hmm. I feel like we'll still make noise in the playoffs. Ish, maybe. Yeah, like I'm still, I'm still, I still believe we're going to make the playoffs, but I don't I think, think we're like one trade away from, oh, it, it all being fixed. It's just the defensive no. line not causing any pressures. The linebackers still look great, but they're, you know, they're a little – and I know it was against Lamar Jackson, so maybe we're, our fears are a little bit exaggerated, but they look a little iffy. Our safeties, I mean, as of recording – I just think it's a growing – yeah. it feels like a growing pains year. again. I mean, unfortunately, again, it feels like a growing pains year. But, but it kind of was supposed to be. I mean, again, we really and were I, and I, But the thing is, I do ago. agree that that is kind of frustrating. Mm-hmm. But when you lose so many of your star players that have just kicked ass for so long, mm -hmm. it just, I don't know. I'm still real salty that we didn't accept Richard Sherman's. <laughs> like, I love him. Uh, it, it, I just felt like that was kind of like the catalyst too. Yeah. Yeah. And it just, it just feels like we're, we're kind of like in this awkward Twilight Zone. Mm -hmm. We're kind of yeah, we're kind of middling. Uh, like and yeah. and even though like it is growing, yeah, I, mean, I like, agree. We're it's it's still a pretty good season. Like we're still honestly, it could be way worse. Yeah, like I'm just be... waiting till we get absolutely obliterated by the 49ers. Oh god, I I can't even. Y'all can good. come for me. We're no, they're get, good. They're good. Eat, eat up the ass. If we're we beat the 49ers, beat. I will be amazed. Honestly, I'll make an Evan-like claim. I don't know what the fuck I'll do, but I'll do something crazy because I, like, am not Ooh. expecting this win. I'm not no. promising anything. I'm going <laughs> to down for two years. I mean, we've got three games. We've got three weeks. we got to be yeah. the – got to get to the Falcons, which I think, you know, speaking of that, we can kind of move ahead to, to upcoming week if we're yeah. rehashing the – 
the, the, the Ravens. Yeah. I mean, oh, I but think... I do want to talk about previous week. I do want to say something real quick. Go for it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I do. I just, you know, what's interesting to me? I was talking about this at work today with one of my coworkers, and we were both talking about how, in general, it's kind of been a boring season mm. across the league. Mm-hmm. Like the Patriots are. Uh, killing it they're good mm-hmm. they're good I, they're, I know their schedule but they're like beastly good it's they're good creepy crazy but the it just they, it feels like there's it feels like there's boring rivalries i'm not excited by <gasps> anything like i'm excited by the like 49ers being fucking boss and like giving seattle a run for their money but otherwise like i'm just like it's fine Last yeah. year, like Evan and I watched all, all the football, like all the football games together, almost every single game. This year, both he and I are like, ah, eh, no need we to can watch. Miss some 10 a.m. games. We can miss some, like Monday night. We didn't watch super intensely. We were like, all right, whatever. It just feels so ugh this year. I don't even know that I've watched a Monday night game. Uh, that's the thing. Usually, like we're watching Monday night because we're like, hmm. okay, let's see what's going on. But like. That's a good point. I feel like I've watched Thursday night games a couple of times. A couple of times, but even then, not like watching, watching. But I'm not like paying really great attention. Even like the Sunday games. No, I'm really only pretty much watching the Hawks. But I feel like that says something. Yeah, no, I think you're onto something. I think the boredom, it's there. I mean, it's just, it's frustrating because you have the, the Patriots, annoying. And you have... They're just dominating, and everybody knows. And the Niners. And I'm sick. I'm just, I'm really, really bummed that they're this good. I'm not ready for, to have the rivalry with them again. Because I don't I think... I kind of like, my sadistic self kind of likes it. Just because I think I like it the makes rivalry. it spicier. But I wish we were the better ones. <laughs> That's the thing. That's yeah. the thing, is this feels like, this feels like 2012... 2013 but this feels like the 2012 part of it 2012 yeah yeah where the Niners were clearly the better team yeah and I'm I'm nervous about that I do think though I do think we get right this week against the Falcons oh the Falcons I mean I think yeah yeah. Yeah. they've won one game they're bad I think I think which is that so sad like the Super Bowl curse is like real guys yeah, because I think Dan Quinn's going to get fired. Because I think oh, I read... Oh, yeah. I read like, something I read, about that today. Because they have the bye week right after they play mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they play us and then they have the bye week. That's just a natural time to say, sorry, dude, you're, you're done. We're, Peace out, Girl we're, Scout. Have a nice life. We're, yeah. We're done with you. So I, I don't want to be the ones that end his career. Because... I mean, that would be pretty epic. Because it's Dan Quinn, but I like Dan Quinn. Yeah. I liked him when he was here, and they suck. So I think I, I feel like we win. Which is which honestly, is crazy honestly, if we do not win, I will riot. It's gonna be bad. I mean, like the like the Browns game was too effing close. Oh yeah, it was. I was like, they are not that good, Seahawks. No. What are you doing? No, this if is we like have a repeat. I'm probably gonna have a heart attack. <laughs> if we have a repeat, oh boy, yeah, it's it's possible, but they don't. They're not gonna have Matt Ryan, so they're gonna have their backup quarterback. Which Matt now we can Schaub. really 
Yeah, Matt Schaub. We oh, can pretend yeah. that it is 2013 again because we virtually ended his career as a starting quarterback against uh, the Texans. Oh, that Texans game. Thank you, Richard Sherman, for ending Matt Schaub's starting QB career. No, I, I do think we win. I think yeah. I think Russ Russ will be in a dome, so there there won't be any rain on his. Jody Allen, build the dome. Beautiful, beautiful throwing Please. hands. Yeah. No, I think we're good. Well, oh. Fluker, Fluker is going to come back. You know, there were some. He had a pretty good couple of tweets last mm-hmm. night where he, he was like, pumped. "He was ready to go." Don't be talking about me. Get your name out of my. You know, get your get my name out of your mouth, kind of stuff. Matt, so, how much do we have to pay you to read DJ Fluker tweets? Do you want me to read DJ Fluker tweets? Yeah. But in your teacher voice. In your teacher. In my voice. teacher voice. All right, yeah. I'll do. I'll prepare a few for next week. How's that? Oh my god, I would. That my life would literally be made. All right. Now, do you want me to be in character, or do you just want me no, to be no, 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 no. We want you to be you, you teacher, okay. All right. Matthew Johnson. All right. I will look up some choice Fluker tweets for next week and read in his uh, his words. My oh my god, it's gonna be voice. like bad lip reading, but better. Oh boy. Do you guys remember those? Mm-hmm. I do. I, love I think those. this will happen yeah. here or there. Yeah, they are very yeah. funny. Very very funny. Yeah. Anybody? So- yeah, anyone else want to chime in on Hawks Falcons or this coming week before um, we make predictions? I'm stressed the fuck out. I just want a comfortable win where I sit on my ass and eat my Sunday guacamole that I make and just mm-hmm. be fine. I'm not. I feel like, like you said this last weekend, <laughs> and, and it was and it was going toward. Yeah, we were tight at the half, but I felt really comfortable. I, I was like, I did too. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm okay. I'm good. Yeah. And then. Some of the third quarter happened, and I was like, well, I'm going to take a fucking nap and wait. Yep. You know, even after the pick six, I wasn't super stressed. I was like, oh, all right, good. You know, he got it out of the way. And the yeah, only. That, that didn't make you me know? feel. That is when I was like, ooh. Okay. That's fair. I just a little... I feel like. You know, I don't know. Do you guys remember 2015 when he went on that? I know I said this last week, too. Because it's just, it's the only comparable stretch where he just was almost unbeatable, perfect passer. And then they started talking about him for MVP. And then he kind of had two or three really mediocre games to end the season. Wasn't that the year we had the Steelers game? And then also had that game down in Tampa that was awful? Yeah, No, that was 2016. 2016, okay. I was going to say, if it's 2015, I am barely going to remember because that's when I started watching the Hawks with that Yeah. 2015 was the Steelers game. That was the epic 80, like, some yard Doug that Baldwin. Doug Baldwin crazy. Oh, I remember that. Game. That yeah. is when I fell in love with Doug Baldwin. Yeah, that was the Jimmy Graham, uh, the Jimmy Graham RIP game. That, that is was where right. he got hurt. I forgot about that. Yep, oh, yep, yep. Attendant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was, but Tampa, yeah. Tampa was 2016. That was but, good show. But that was bad. That was bad. That was easily yeah. his, his worst game of his entire career. Um, and I just I feel like he he doesn't do that. I mean no. he's he's a franchise quarterback. He's easily still top five, top three. I doesn't matter. He is the best quarterback this franchise has ever seen. So we're gonna be fine. Yeah. Should we make some predictions? Yeah. Do we need to review well, last what week's predictions? Predi- what were my predictions last week? Yeah, I okay. generally don't yeah. remember. I say them and then they go, zoop, bye. Well, I know so, we all we all predicted wins. Yeah, so, you know, no no, no good there. Uh, Matt went 
decided to go 30 to 24. Ah, so close to being the reverse, correct? Yeah, so uh, Alex, you went 35 to 28. Mm. And then I yeah. went 28 to 24. All right. So yeah, we all yeah, we were just it. bad. Yeah, it's all right. I, I super love listeners. I'm really sorry you don't get to see this. Nick wrote the predictions on a sticky note that is very millennial Zoomer. Uh, just post-it notes. Not even, nothing digital. Just a sticky note. Yeah. Fantastic. I love sticky notes. Sticky notes are great. I still prefer handwriting my notes over typing them. Oh, same, same. So I thank you. way better. Much thank better. You. I don't All want right. to type. I don't want to listen to me type while I make notes. No. no. All right, yep. folks. Let's give me I'm that not starting. You guys can start. You guys start. Nah. I'll go last because honestly, I'm stressed out. I feel like, oh man. Okay. I'll go first. Uh, Matt Ryan is probably not going to play. I haven't seen um, any injury reports yet, but I don't think so either. I, I mean, he was all but reported as out. If if they do, here's the thing. We can still say Matt is going to be their quarterback. So, we can. The Matt, the Matt Hive. Um, and the Matt Hive. And regardless of which Matt plays, if Matt Ryan plays, he's playing hurt. If Matt Schaub plays, he's Matt Schaub. Before so, you make your prediction, question. Yeah, which of the yeah. three Matts will have the best performance? Matt, hurt Matt Ryan? Present-day Matt Schaub? Or current Matt Johnson on Sunday yes the best performance is going to be Matt Schaub okay if we're, I, yeah, I, we're, I'll give you second I think you're better than a hurt Matt Ryan well I, I appreciate the confidence I am not an NFL elite uh, talent so the only thing I'm going to do is sarcastic snarky tweets and probably have a, a bloody Mary because it's a 10 a.m. game. So oh, it's a 10 a.m. Hate 10 a.m. Yeah. Games. Oh, yeah. So. And then it's up way. by like 5 a.m. and he's like, "Let's fucking go!" Walking around the the, the apartment, I'm like, "Shut!" Especially since it doesn't start till 1:30. I mean, at least if you do that when it's a 10 a.m. game, you only have to deal with him for like five hours. Yeah, if it's a 10 a.m. game, fine. But that's eight but and a like, half hours of energy that's too much all right matt what's your score i don't know um we're gonna win we're, we're gonna win i feel like there's no way i'm going to predict a loss ever because i don't want the responsibility for that but mm -hmm. if i make if i put it down on on the airwaves i don't want anyone coming back and saying well, you said they were going to lose so i'm well, always going to predict people do that they can suck it honestly like really like using your lucky socks helped you win the seahawks game no it's like you're it's like you're in my house because I have lucky socks. But anyway. That's um, why I said no. Just <laughs> uh, we're going to win. Um, we're not going to score a lot, though. I think their defense is semi-decent. So I'm going to say, uh, even though their defense has been bad, I think they're going to be good against us. I'm going to go. Of course. I'm going to go 24-13. Interesting. Okay. Atlanta. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, 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 oh no, 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 nope, just kidding. Just kidding. if that happened, <laughs> the takes, the takes. Uh, I think at that Jesus. point, the, I got the, mine. I got mine. I'm yeah, ready. Let's hear it. Go let's for hear Alex. It. I was gonna say 28 21. I think we're gonna have a closer, um, like the Browns. Like, I just think we're gonna be fairly close, like a touchdown, maybe a few points, but really, this team is not built for blowouts. <sighs> no, not, no, we're really not right now. close, low yeah. scoring. Yep. Yeah. Let me think. So it's going to be a 10 a.m. game. Yeah. The Seahawks are going to – they're going to Atlanta, right? Correct. So a cross-country 10 a.m. 10 a.m. game. I'm getting a lot of um, Seattle 
at New Orleans vibes uh, from a few years back. Where, oh, yeah. Where the Saints ran like a bunch of pick plays that weren't called. Yeah, I remember that. That was where Earl uh, hugged the ref. Yes. So yeah. I feel like a bunch oh, of. Oh, that was so funny. That was bullshit awesome. Bullshit's going to happen. That, that was, was a, awesome. Earl, Earl, Earl hugging was And awesome. then just like. <clears throat> and then they got flagged. I can't believe he got flagged for that. Honestly, I can. Don't touch the fucking ref. But it was fucking worth it. Yeah. But funny. So I, I mean, the ref here. was smiling. He was smiling as yeah. he threw the flag. You but he can't not. He, he got it. He just got it. That's true. So I'm gonna. I feel that kind of bullshitty. So I'm gonna say, but he, he, nevertheless, the Seahawks will be able to score. I'm gonna say, twenty to seventeen, Seahawks. Ooh. Ooh. That's a good. I, I, yeah, okay, Ooh. I can go for that. Ooh, that one's gonna be a three bloody mary game then if we get. <laughs> oh my if god. If it's that close. <laughs> if it's that I just close. feel That's like Matt Schaub. Something's gonna bust open by accident and cover. I just just bullshit. It's just ten a.m. bullshit. Okay. No, right. there you go. You, you hear it. No, that, that's our pretty focus. Heard it here fo- first, folks. Heard it here. Heard it here first. Heard it here first. And I don't plan. And I don't plan on paying very much attention to any other games. Anybody no, have any no. other games? Uh, the only reason I just want to talk about is just all the trades. The somewhat active trade market uh, today. Yeah, shit. It was like we popping a, today. You had a few moves. Yeah, the biggest a couple one of- beat. Uh, oh yeah. Mohammed Sanu to the to a former Falcon, so we won't have to see. We won't have to see Ted Thompson good. lose Mohamed totally Sanu coverage. God. Totally forgot that. Um, so he got traded to New England for a second round pick. Emmanuel Sanders and a fifth to San Francisco. So we're gonna have to see Emmanuel. We're gonna have to see Tedrick Thompson get burned by Emmanuel Sanders in a few. Weeks. Nope. Nope. Uh, That's gonna be Quandre Diggs. Quandre Diggs from the Detroit. Uh, I have seen so many freaking Diggs memes. There's been. Way I'm like too literally many. looking at Twitter right now trying to find them. And I see too many quandaries. Dig yeah. players' graves. Yeah. Like I, I just I can't. Y'all. Lots of quandaries and lots of digs puns. So many. They're good. They're good. I just want to see each yeah, puns yeah, yeah. are good. The puns are good. Puns are good. I just want to see them once, not five times. Yeah. So I mean, so some some interesting moves. I mean, I'm glad we're gonna have to see some new. Sanders is a great player, so it's gonna be interesting. I'm excited to see how Shanahan implements him. Quandre Diggs from I don't know much about him, but from what Lions players are saying, and uh, which reminds me of one more thing I want to scream about right now. Um, he seems to have been a great player. Some of the tape that's been, some of the tweets I've seen, he's a good player. So, you know, I'm excited for him. Hopefully, he's able to step in. And my ideal safety combination would be uh, a Blair and and Diggs going forward. Ooh, not McDougald. Oh well, I mean, once McDougald. It, once once he's McDougal, healthy. It's healthy, it'd be McDougal yeah. and Diggs. So for okay. right now, I'd like to see Blair and Diggs. That's fair. Yeah. Um, McDougal Diggs. Yeah, that sounds nice too. McDougal. I like Diggs. that. That does. It sounds like a. I don't know. It sounds like a detective show. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. So I'm excited. Ho- hopefully, he's able to bring some, you know, some of what Seattle wants to do. And and again, Lions, Lions players were very upset. Um, but you know what? The Lions deserve that for that bullshit. <laughs> Preseason tweet that they sent out, motherfuckers. They got me so heated. I don't know why. It, it got oh, me so. I, I it got you the Lions P, Yeah, the Lions PR Twitter page blocked me. What? They yeah. did. Well. No. What were you saying? Explain I, it, sir, because you okay. sort of earned it. Okay. So, you earned it. So if anyone doesn't know, I, I kind of tweeted. So Lions PR during the during week one of the preseason tweeted the following. The Lions are 12 and 4 in their last 16 preseason openers, 
tied for the best record in the NFL over that span. So when I first yeah. saw that tweet, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, who cares? What the fuck is this? Who cares? So then I just kept, like, tweeting it, and, like, I screenshotted it because I knew they were going to delete it like cowards. So when they deleted it, I called them out on it. And I think that is what got me the block. But I how many times did you call them out on it? I mean, I, I feel like... I, Two or three times. Did you do like classic Nick and retweet it like 20,000 million times? I do yeah. feel like you may have tweeted at them 12 to four times. Like it was a lot of 12 times. 12 to four times. Yeah. So that was good. I saw what you did tweet. there. I commend you. Thanks. Thank you. It's a bullshit tweet. And, I, and it still gets me to this. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. And so I'm excited. Tell me how you really feel, Nick. Lions PR, fight me. What feelings okay. are you feeling right now? Are we angry? The, Can the, we redirect the, the our anger to a healthy manner? Do you need to go to the cozy cube and snuggle a stuffy? And yes, I do, snack? actually. Do you need somebody to read you a story so you don't poop your pants? <laughs> I'm not doing that for you. Uh, You're not a cute uh, little three-year-old. What a, what a lovely way to close out. I do oh, feel wow. like that's a We're good... Just, a good way to, to draw things to a close. Yes, we yes, open yes, at the yes. close. All right, folks. So. Oh, that was so poetic. What a what an episode. What a what yeah, a, what a this roller was coaster. Fun. This was fun. Thank you all so much for listening. Uh, episode four of Generational Talents in the books. Uh, once again, uh, we are on Spotify and on iTunes. Uh, if you could leave a rating or a review, mm-hmm. that would be very very much. Apple Podcasts, not iTunes. Apple Podcasts, yes, yes. My bad. See, uh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, leave a review. Five stars, please, or as many stars as you like. Six, if possible. Leave five a- stars for me. Five stars for Matt. <laughs> I have not decided how many stars you get, Nick. It depends <laughs> on the AOC turnout. Okay. Okay. Ooh. Really quickly. Really next quickly week, on that. Oh week. my God! You really have to. I was like, yes, I'll end it like this. That was going to be the perfect ending, too. Yeah. I, I, I was just commenting on the fact that, you, that she was going to open it. You will. Gonna you're just going to comment. I'm not going to do anything about it. Maybe. I don't know. I'll see. All right. <laughs> but thank you all so much for listening. <laughs> uh, we will be back next week with uh, an AOC update, probably. Oh, uh, my God. Uh, and uh, again, yeah, thank you all so much for listening. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Woo.